my grandma uh, used to live in Armada, Michigan. And uh, she's a geographer, so she knew quite a bit about the salt mines. And uh, she talked about how they used to use them in World War II as like um, storage facilities and all this crazy stuff. I was like, wow, that's fascinating. I discovered that there's like many, many miles of uh, roads and caves underneath Detroit. And I thought that was fascinating, this whole underground lair full of salt and uh, industry underneath our very feet that has been there for a long time. Um, so I found that uh, really inspiring. That that seemed like a good germ of an idea for for a composition. And the brass ensemble has sort of a primal, powerful, royal sound. And uh, that sound will combine with drums and timpani. Had sort of has a very can can have a very un, otherworldly, underground, dark, ominous sound. So I, I was trying to choose the instruments in, conduct, in conjunction with the theme to, to create an interesting sound world that would sort of capture the what I would envision as the Detroit salt mines. So the piece starts uh, very softly. I, I'm sort of picturing going down into the mine. You can't go down into the mine anymore as far as I know. You used to be able to. And in fact, when the piece was premiered, uh, you know, there were a lot of older folks at the concert and a, a bunch of them came up to me and said, you know what? I went down in the mines when I was younger. A lot of these people are from Detroit, and they were telling me how amazing it was and how the salt was glistening and the lights and everything. So I sort of got to experience it through them. I, I was just going by photos. So I sort of picture going down in the mine. The piece starts off with the solo timpani and the drums. And then the first half of the piece, I'm just slowly introducing all the instruments of the brass ensemble. So you start with the tuba solo, the lowest instrument, uh, sets up a theme, and then I introduce the same thing in the trombones, the next higher group of instruments, and then they play sort of in canon with each other, sort of back and forth, playing the same thing but out of phase with each other. And then I introduce the next group, which is the French horns, the next higher up group. And then finally the trumpets. So I'm taking this main theme first introduced by the tuba and the drums and layering it throughout all the brass instruments as uh, choirs of the brass ensemble. So the trumpets, horns, trombones, and, and tubas. So it, it builds up from there. Very ominous, uh, somewhat dissonant, but driving and kind of groovy sound at the same time. Uh, that sort of reaches a climax. And then we have sort of a soft, meditative middle section with a, a nice French horn solo, um, sort of picturing maybe just standing still and somewhere deep in one of the caves and experiencing that uh, odd beauty of uh, glistening salt and assuming you might have a, a headlamp or something, but other than that, there wouldn't be any light down there. <laughs> and then the second half of the piece is more uh, the industry, picturing the industry of the salt mine. great but, uh, photographs um, at Wayne State, actually. Um, and the photographer's name, I believe, is Tony Spina. Um, I found a bunch of his photos. 
Uh, most of them are online. Uh, in fact, I used one of the, his photos for the cover of Salt of the Earth. It's a great photo of a man standing on a, a bridge overlooking a long cave, and there's a conveyor belt of salt <laughs> running right through the cave. So I'm sort of picturing the industry, the, the trucks and the conveyors going up and down from deep in the earth all the way up to the surface, bringing all this, this salt up. So we, the second half of the piece has this big kind of groovy energy, um, churning percussion, um, fun licks and the really challenging technical and fun licks in the uh, in, in all the brass instruments and then it just builds up to a big exciting finish. <laughs> 